They were young, straight of limb, true of eye, steady and at low. They were staunch to the end against odds uncounted. They fell with their faces to the foe. They shall grow not old as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun and in the morning, we will remember them. The miracle of Alamein. The miracle of Alamein. That's what we want to look at this morning. We're going to park the study in Revelation. God willing, if the Lord spares us and he, he hasn't returned by next Sunday, uh, we will come back to the book of Revelation. But today, we want to think about a mighty miracle that took place during World War II. So let's just have a short word of prayer together before we come to that today. Lord, we thank you today that you are the God of miracles. And when we think of ourselves, Lord, and where we once were, deep down in sin, burdened down with guilt, hopeless and helpless, out of Christ, without a saviour, and yet we thank you that you came to us, Lord, and you showed us our lost condition, and you showed us our need of a saviour. And then you gave us the ability, Lord, by your Spirit to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and we were saved. And the great miracle of grace took place. Thank you for everyone in the service who has experienced that miracle. And now, Lord, as we come to consider a, a great miracle that took place on the battlefield during the Second World War, Father, may our hearts be thrilled today. Just to think of what you have done. To remember, Lord, your mighty acts in the past. Father, as we consider this great miracle, Lord, may we examine ourselves to know whether the miracle of salvation has taken place in our lives. That inward spiritual miracle. Grant, Lord, that everyone gathered here today will if they have not already experienced that miracle and experience it today. Lord, this is your work. It's not uh, the minister's work. It's not man's work. And the preacher can't do this. This is your work, Lord. Blessed Spirit of God, do your work. We humbly plead and request today. Help us in our studies this morning, for we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Where is Alamein? It's in Egypt. A great miracle that took place during the Second World War took place in Egypt. I was reading this morning Psalm 78. Do you know Psalm 78 speaks of Egypt? It speaks of the wonderful works of the Lord that took place in Egypt when he brought his people Israel, out of Egypt at the time of the Exodus. 
So if you take your Bible, we, we don't have a, a Bible reading as such today, but just keep your Bible with you and keep it open and turn with me now to Psalm 78. I want you to notice the references here to Egypt and to what the Lord did in Egypt at the time of the Exodus that we read off in the Old Testament scriptures. So Psalm 78, it's a wonderful psalm that is well worth reading if you get five minutes this afternoon. Take a look at Psalm 78, read it through in full, but we're just going to pick out some verses from it that relate to the message that we're bringing this morning. Psalm 78, go down there to verse 12 first of all, verse 12. Marvelous things did he in the sight of their fathers, where? In the land of Egypt. Go down please to verse 43. So Psalm 78 verse 43. How he had wrought his signs in where? Egypt. And then it's verse 51. And smote all the firstborn in where? Egypt. The Lord did mighty works, miracles in Egypt all those years ago when he was bringing uh, the people of Israel out of their slavery or lockdown, if you like. In Egypt, the Lord brought them out of that giant prison by his mighty power. And of course, you have the ten plagues. And we've been looking at Revelation and and there's the parallel with some of the things that happen in Revelation with the plagues of Egypt. It's amazing just to study it. But the Lord sent the plagues in Egypt, wonders, miracles that took place in the country of Egypt thousands of years ago. And the last one, the crowning glory, if you like, of what he did in Egypt was to spare those who had the blood on the doorposts. Because God always spares those who have the blood upon them. No matter how despicable or disgusting they are, if the blood of Jesus is upon them, they will, they will be spared. That's the wonder of salvation, the wonder of the gospel. But fast forward to the year 1942 now, Second World War in the Egyptian desert. And the same God who wrought wonders in Egypt at the time of the Exodus wrought wonders in Egypt at the time of the Second World War at a place called Alamein, or some people talk about El Alamein, but whatever term you use, it's the same place. In 2022, Marks 80 years since the battle of El Alamein or Al Alamein. 
80th anniversary. That's why we're looking at it today. And we're looking today and thinking about the miracle, or indeed we could say miracles that took place. And I'm going to tell you about those miracles in a wee minute or two. At this Egyptian uh, place called Alamein, near to a remote railway station on the Egyptian coast, Arguably the most important battle of World War II, the Battle of El Alamein. Winston Churchill said, before Alamein we never had a victory. After Alamein we never had a defeat. Before Alamein we never had a victory. After Alamein we never had a defeat. It was the turning point, if you like, in World War II. And to God be all the glory for it. Because of what I'm about to tell you. So when you read Psalm 78 this afternoon. And you go through these references to Egypt. And what the Lord did in Egypt at the time of the Exodus. Remember that he did the same in World War II. Guess where? In the same country in Egypt. So Psalm 78 not only applies to the Exodus. But it applies to Second World War, it certainly applies to Remembrance Sunday. So, so the next time somebody says to you, <laughs> you don't read the Bible, do you? Like, I mean, it's out of date. Well, you say you do read the Bible, you believe it because it's very up-to-date. It's more up-to-date than tomorrow's newspaper. Field Marshal Alexander and General Montgomery were the two men that the Lord put in place before the Battle of Alamein. Field Marshal Alexander was the Commander-in-Chief. General Montgomery was in charge of the 8th Army. Both men were Christians. Committed, dedicated Christians. So it wasn't by chance that they were in charge 80 years ago. No, the Lord who brought his people out of Egypt was back in Egypt again fighting for the Allied forces and his men were at the helm. The Lord knows how to raise up his men. And that's exactly what he did during the Battle of El Alamein. Field Marshal Montgomery, as he became known at a later stage, was remarkably preserved by the Lord, only discovered lately that he was badly wounded by a German sniper. His life was saved by one of his soldiers who rushed to apply a field dressing to his wound. The soldier was shot through the head by the sniper and collapsed on top of Monte. That's what um, General Montgomery is better known as, Monte. So this soldier collapsed on top of Monte, shielding him from the sniper's efforts to finish him off. A brave man gave his life to save and protect Monte with all that this would mean for Allied success in the Second World War. 
But you know, as we think of a brave soldier who gave his life for his commanding officer, we think today of the words of Romans chapter 5 that tell us of the captain of our salvation who gave his life for you and for me, and that's why we should never be ashamed of him, by the way. For in Romans chapter 5 and verse 6 we read these words, For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Do you know this wonderful captain of salvation? Are you in his army? Thank God for the 8th army during the Battle of Alamein. But the most important army of all to be in is the Lord's army. Are you one of his soldiers today? If not... You can join. You can join up for there's a recruitment exercise here today. In fact, there's a recruitment drive every time we meet together on Sunday. The Lord's looking for recruits to his army. There, there's no conscription. You'll not be forced to join this army. No, it's, it's a matter of the will. You can choose. You can choose to join this army or say no. It's totally up to you. But remember that your eternal destiny will be decided by your choice. Heaven or hell. And by the way, if you choose not to join his army, you, you don't know what you're missing. Oh yes, it's a difficult life. There is a cost to it. You'll get flack and abuse you'll find that you'll have lots of problems you'll be hated because your saviour was hated and still is hated today by the way but it will be worth it all when you see Jesus life's trials will seem so small when you see Christ one glimpse of his dear face all sorrow will erase so bravely run the race Till you see Christ. Six miracles took place during the battle of El Alamein 80 years ago. By the way, just before we move on, those miracles took place because people were praying back home. King George had been burdened for a day of prayer. He realized the importance of prayer at the, at the beginning of September 1942. He realized the significance of Alamein. And so he called for a national day of prayer on the 3rd of September that year. It was held on a weekday. 
And the nation came together to Westminster Abbey and to churches up and down the land and the people prayed. Such was the importance of the battle of Alamein that would begin on the 23rd of October. So before the miracles took place, the nation had been at prayer. You see, miracles always follow prayer. That's why you can never have enough prayer meetings in a church. We have been having three prayer meetings there for a while, and I make absolutely no apology for it. Really, folks, you would need prayer meetings every day of the week, wouldn't you? But I know that even though we don't have prayer meetings every day of the week, I know that you good folk are praying at home. And there's prayer meetings up and down the land, and there's prayer unions. And I tell you, there's a great tide of blessing that's building up behind the dam. And sooner or later, hallelujah, it's going to burst. And it's going to burst in and flow in on Little Ulster. It is coming, we believe it. Thou, the God of the Second World War, dost hear and answer prayer. Thou, the God of the Exodus, dost hear and answer prayer. Thou, the God of... 2022 just hear and answer prayer hallelujah glory to his name so what were the miracles of the battle of Alamein let's get down to it first when the attack was opened with the devastating roar of nearly a thousand guns it found General Rommel the leader of the German forces Absent back in Germany. Rommel was absent. How about that? He had been compelled to report sick at the end of September for the first time in his life. And had flown to Germany for treatment. The first time in his life he was sick. And he's absent from the battlefield. Coincidence? I don't think so. You see, the Lord can put people on their back to get you to look up. Because maybe that's the only time you're going to look up. A lot of people, and the Lord doesn't want to do it. But in order to save their immortal soul, in order to rescue them from going down into the caverns of the damned, he has to bring sickness into their life. Until the penny drops and they they have a light bulb moment and they realize, I'm not going to be here forever. Someday I'm going to die. This old body, this old tent that's getting sick. One day it's going to go down to the grave. And what then? So Rommel was on his back in Germany. Now the Lord sometimes has to put people on their back and put them in a bed of sickness just to get them to press the pause button. Now what's really important here? course the Lord can also lift people from a bed of sickness hallelujah he's the great healer 
Ah, those of you who need the Lord's touch today, still the same. Oh, he can heal. Don't be looking to the pastor now for healing. Don't be looking to the church for healing. No, you're looking in the wrong place entirely. Look to the Lord. He's Jehovah Rapha, is he not? Exodus 15. I am the Lord that healeth thee. So there's the first miracle. The Battle of Alamein. Rommel is ill in Germany. He's absent when he's needed most. Before Rommel departed from Egypt, he appointed a general to take his place. He appointed him as commander during his absence. That brings me to the second miracle. Just 24 hours after Montgomery's bombardment had opened, the general who had replaced Rommel died from a heart attack, which left the German command structure in a hopeless state of confusion. The Lord knows how to bring people down. Oh, but you say, oh, that was a terrible thing for the Lord to strike one of the German generals down. I think you need to read about the Nazis. Think you need to read about Dr. Mengel and what he did to the little Jewish babies in the concentration camps and how he performed experiments and put acid into the eyes of little babies. And then he killed them and murdered them. Boy, I tell you, you could spend a right while telling you about the Nazis. So this, the, the, Rommel, he's, he's, he, he's ill in Germany and the general in his place, he drops dead with a heart attack. See, the Lord holds every heartbeat in his hand. I'll make it to the end of this message today only if the Lord wills and because he allows my heart to continue beating. You, you'll get to the end of this service today only because the Lord allows your heart to continue beating. Wonder, did you ever say thank you, Lord, for every heartbeat? Thank you, Lord, for allowing me to get up today on such a beautiful Sunday morning and to feel the breeze and to see the blue sky and to breathe in the fresh air. Thank you, Lord. Do you ever do that? It's nice to say thank you. It's good to say thank you. We teach the children to do it, don't we? Oh, the Lord deserves our thankfulness above all others. So there's miracles happening here for Field Marshal Alexander and, and General Montgomery. God's at work. There's divine intervention here. The same God who fought for Israel is fighting for the Allies now. Third miracle. To add to the state of confusion, and incredible as it may seem, the start of the battle found Rommel's chief of staff away on leave. <laughs> you can hardly believe it, can you? The things that are happening here. 
to work for our soldiers, to work against the Germans. First of all, Rommel, he's back in Germany. Secondly, his replacement's dead from a heart attack. And now Rommel's chief of staff is away on leave. Couldn't make it up. And I'm not making it up. This really happened. Three miracles at the Battle of Alamein. Fourthly, due to faulty intelligence, the Africa Corps was taken completely off its guard when the bombardment began. So firmly convinced had the German intelligence service been that the British could not possibly attack during October that the German army command headquarters had sent an officer over to the western desert at the beginning of the month to say so. Some forces, therefore, were stood down whilst others relaxed their guard over the whole of the Africa Corps desert front there was a general easing of vigilance. It's unbelievable. The Lord is at work. I, the Lord, he is the God. Now, the Lord, he is the God. I know we live in a country where it's a kind of a pick and mix sort of a religion in our country today, isn't it? A whole lot of gods worship whatever one you like. They're all the same. You do your thing, I'll do mine. It's a load of rubbish, by the way. A load of woke rubbish. For there is but one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. Fifthly, the extraordinary fact was that Montgomery's vast pre-offensive build-up had remained completely hidden from the Germans. We were teaching the children or the young people in Bible class looking today at Brother Andrew, God's smuggler. And he, he prayed as he went into a communist country with Bibles. He said, Lord, will you make seeing eyes blind? Make seeing eyes blind so that the people can get the Bibles. I want to tell you that during the Battle of Alamein, the Lord made seeing eyes blind. Montgomery's build-up remained completely hidden from the Germans despite the fact that it included the movement of literally hundreds of guns and 900 tanks and the preparation of dumps containing 7,500 tons of petrol. It was a similar miracle to the one which had happened after King George V had called a national day of prayer in August 1918. The same Lord mighty in battle, Psalm 24, was now working on behalf of the 8th Army. And lastly, here it is, the last miracle in the battle of El Alamein. When, at Hitler's personal request, Rommel arrived at his desert headquarters from a hospital bed to take command of the situation, two days after Montgomery's barrage had been laid down, he found to his anger that there had been a complete 
and catastrophic failure of supplies. He discovered that General von Rintelen, the German military attaché in Rome, who was responsible for ensuring that supplies of petrol reached the Africa Corps, had been on leave and had thus been unable to give sufficient attention to the problem. And the Battle of El Alamein was over before it had even begun. To God be the glory. That's the hymn that we're going to sing as we finish today. And it's the hymn I know the Lord wants us to sing because this morning there's somebody sent me a wee text. And you know what the text said? To God be the glory. So let's sing it now and we'll give him the glory for what he did during the battle of Alamein and for what he has done in our own lives. Hymn number 45, standing together as we sing together, to God be the glory, great things he has done. Let's all stand. <laughs> 